Hello, what have we here? Welcome, I'm Lando Calrissian. I'm the administrator of this facility. And who might you be? Hello, what have we here? Welcome back to Lando's Lounge. It has been a minute, about, um, let's see, like a couple weeks, um, three-ish weeks, uh, since we've been back. We have been trying to find a day to record, talk about Bad Batch. We planned on kind of waiting a couple episodes so that, uh, we weren't trying to record a full in-depth analysis for a 20-minute episode of The Bad Batch every week, instead kind of hoping to space it out maybe every other week um, so that we could have a little bit more to talk about. And then, unfortunately, um, just scheduling conflicts couldn't really get together. So I am actually here recording this episode by myself. I will not have a co-host. Um, They've been jettisoned into hyperspace. Uh, so it's just me today, uh, and I'll be talking about the past three episodes of The Bad Batch, which are uh, episode three, which was the solitary clone, um, episode four, which was faster, and episode five, which was entombed. So um, let's start with episode three. I'm not going to do like a full plot breakdown, but I'll just give a little bit uh, of a synopsis. Basically, this episode uh, follows right along um, with Crosshair. Uh, the Bad Batch kind of had the two-episode premiere. We followed them, kind of got reacquainted with them, and then the this third episode got us reacquainted with Crosshair. So, the last we saw of Crosshair... He was abandoned at Topoka City uh, at the finale of The Bad Batch. We now see, um, and I believe there's some dialogue with him and Rampart talking about he was on um, that platform for like 30 rotations or something. So he was there for like what, a month before the Empire was able to save him, and now he's back with them. And so basically this episode revolves around Crosshair and uh, Commander Cody, who Crosshair has teamed up with to essentially go save this Imperial who was sent to this planet to basically claim it for the Empire. But the locals who were, um, I believe, ex-separatists uh, captured, kidnapped, and basically held him, said, like, this is our planet, we're going to run it. So... Cody, who works with the Empire, and Crosshair, who works with the Empire, um, it is their, it's their show. And so, um, it's a really, really great episode, lots of kind of moral discussions about the clones, are they doing the right thing with the Empire, is the Empire even a good thing, um, some great action, um, a lot reminiscent of the Clone Wars with the clones... Oh, in this case, they are um, Imperial, but uh, versus the droids. And there's just some really, really great stuff. There's like a moment where 
Like, they try to roll a thermal detonator into the shield, but you have to do it at a certain speed for it to get through the droidica shield. And so, they can't quite figure out how to do it. They're kind of out of practice fighting against droids. Um, there's a great moment where, like, Cody flips a, like, one of the mirror coins in the air, and Crosshair is able to, like, shoot up a spiral staircase, uh, bouncing it off of these reflective coins. Really cool action, and there's a really cool moment where basically Cody says he's not going to kill the person if they surrender, give over the um, the Imperial guy, and he's like, I, I, I promise I won't do it or whatever. So she lets him go, and then the Imperial guy's like, all right, now kill him, and he's like, well, I just promised that I wouldn't, and so Crosshair actually is the one that shoots him, and then at the end of the episode... Uh, Cody and Crosshair are talking, and they're, Cody's like, do you think what we're doing is right? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and then we find out from Rampart, who calls Crosshair uh, aside and basically says Cody went AWOL. So I don't believe this is the last we will see of Cody. Uh, I do believe he will be showing up. I'm pretty much assuming he's going to like go back and find Rex. I think I don't think they would bring the two of them together again to not... Or, I don't think they would bring the, both of them into this show to not make have give them a reunion in some way. So, um, I'm really excited to see Cody. Uh, I gotta say, I miss, like, the orange-yellow color on his armor. Instead, he has kind of this gray pattern color on his armor, which isn't terrible, but it's, like, Cody's so iconically that dark yellow uh, color. And, um, yeah, it, it was a good episode. I love seeing Cody back. I think Cody is maybe my favorite clone, or at least one of them. And I I think it's because I knew someone named Cody when I was a kid. And so when they were, like, uh, in Revenge of the Sith, when Obi-Wan says, Commander Cody, blah, 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 I was like, Cody, it's like the, the kid I know. Um, but I was, like, eight, so that's <laughs> just a dumb thing. But, uh... I really like Cody. Actually, in completely unrelated news, the Lego releases this line of, like, helmets. Uh, I have one that's, like, Luke Skywalker's X-Wing helmet. Uh, they actually announced a Captain Rex Phase 2 helmet and a Commander Cody Phase 1 helmet, and the Commander Cody one looks pretty fire, so I think I might pick that up. Um... Because, yeah, like I said, Cody is one of my favorite clones. I love to see him back. Um, I am really excited to see what more they do with him. Because they definitely leave it on such a note where, like, he's gone AWOL. He's left the Empire. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm excited to see him back again. Um, and, uh... We shall see what the future holds, because <laughs> there is obviously potential for him to die, to perish. We don't see him in Rebels, so we know he's at least not with Rex by the time that Rebels happens. So, uh, who knows what's going to happen. The next episode, Faster, is one of the uh, Mission of the Week episodes, um... So is Entombed. I'll get into that a little bit after the Entombed episode. But Faster uh, 
is I think maybe the first time, maybe not the first time, but um, it was notable in that this episode featured Wrecker, Tech, and Omega. Hunter and Echo are not involved in this episode at all. And so this is just kind of a side mission. Uh, basically, they uh, end up uh, with Sid basically um, at a, I forget what it's called, some kind of racing um event it's it's not pod racing it should have been pod racing there was no reason for it to not be uh pod racing but it was more um i i've heard people describe it as kind of uh mario kart like because they have weapons and the track has like uh tunnels and stuff like that um Let's see what it's called. I'm trying to look it up. Um, oh, so Hunter and Echo are on, our, are on a mission to deliver 50 cases of Nerf Nuggets, uh, which Tech thinks is a waste of skills. I'm reading that from uh, Wikipedia. So, um, yeah, it, yeah, it just says that it's a, uh, a speed race, but I think it had some kind of, it had a specific name. I just don't see it anywhere. But anyways, there's this droid, Teo, who's kind of um, the droid they are sponsoring or kind of working with. Um, and there's a Doatin, which is, um, I'm trying to think, I believe it's the ninth sister in Fallen Order is a Doatin. They're just basically these giant yellowish aliens uh, who knows Sid actually voiced by Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters. Um, and Teo, the droid, is voiced by Ben Schwartz, who you might know from Parks and Rec, or um, I believe he voices Sonic in the new Sonic movies, which I haven't seen and probably never will. But, um, yeah, really great uh, voice acting uh, appearances this season. Um, and so, basically, there's some very Phantom Menace ask hijinks that go on there's betting on the races and uh cheating is involved teo gets destroyed twice he's really good at the race and uh i think they gang up on him and like intentionally wreck him and kill him they rebuild him the batch rebuilds him and then he gets hit by like a random uh speeder and just like disintegrates basically so then tech volunteers to uh be the pilot for them because they have to win the race in order to you know win this wager or whatever and so tech uses his smarts and all that to win the race in unconventional methods and uh yeah it's just kind of a a fun classic little side adventure um entombed is a another fun side adventure it's very indiana jones-esque i think if you were to make an animated dr afra series it would be quite similar in vibe to this one um essentially Fijinoa comes back who was the character voiced by wanda sykes who i had said in our first bad batch episode that i was pretty excited to see what they would do with her um she's kind of like this pirate um and she basically talks about 
this uh, this treasure that she has a lead on, and if they want to join her to find this treasure. So uh, the Bad Batch follows her, and uh, there's it's basically like they're in this dark, uh, creepy-looking tomb, essentially, and um, pretty much like classic Indiana Jones type things. There's uh, like a floor that falls away, and so they have to find a way to cross this uh, floor, and it turns out that they need to use this um, like medallion type thing that they have to rotate the floor so that they walk along the ceiling, and uh, like the gang gets split up and gets back together again. And so when they get to kind of the end of the tomb, it's revealed that they accidentally power up the giant mech that was in the trailer that looked like a giant, um, like, walker of some sort and accidentally activate its weapon and it shoots this, like, laser energy beam and they have to find a way to, to turn it off again uh, before they leave, basically. And so... I've seen some people comparing just, like, the aesthetic look of this walker um, to some of the stuff that you find on Zepho in uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the Guardian statues that, like, shoot a very similar energy beam out of their chest, uh, very similar to this. They don't, I don't think, say specifically that it was... Uh, related to Zepho and that society, culture, technology, aesthetic. Uh, I, I don't think they say that out loud, but um, and I don't know if they imply it really either, but it was something that people online had noticed and made uh, comments about. But, like I said, I haven't played Fallen Order in its entirety. I do remember some of these things that they were comparing it to, but I, I wasn't as overly familiar to be like, oh yeah, that's obviously a connection or something like that. Um, so a lot of people have been, uh, just like with last season, kind of, uh, a little irked that the show seemed to be one of these, um, mission of the week shows, too much quote-unquote filler, um, and, like we've said before, we kind of hate that idea of filler. Uh, this is an animated 20-minute cartoon. Not every episode is going to be like this heavy lore drop, like it's Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones or something. I think at the at, in our first episode, I, I had said, I'm going into this show expecting it to be like a couple episodes of story here, and then we'll take some pit stops, some adventures uh, of the week, and then get back to the story a little bit later. And I think thinking about it that way has kind of helped me not be so frustrated. I, like, I think episode three was maybe the best of the season so far, and it was a big, heavy uh, story episode, lots of crazy cool um, beats, like the reintroduction of Cody, finding out Cody's gone AWOL, finding out that Crosshair is still with the Empire, all that stuff is really great. And I really liked the episode Faster and Entombed. Um, and they they don't really give you a lot to work with, but they are just kind of fun 
little adventures. And I personally don't really mind that because that's what the last season was like and I kind of expect that at this point. So, um, yeah, I, I really liked the uh, these past three episodes a lot. They aren't... Um, they, uh, they're kind of individual, a lot less kind of connected, um, but like I said, I don't mind that as much. I think a lot of people are comparing this show to The Clone Wars, which obviously was more of an arc-based show. You'd get four episodes of one story, four episodes of another story, maybe one episode here or there is a, a standalone but even the Clone Wars really doesn't have an overarching story. I think the Bad Batch has more of a uh, overarching story in that we are we are following the Bad Batch, and maybe slowly and little by little, just following them along on this story, finding out about uh, the very early days of the Empire, what happens to the clones in those early days. But you think about the Clone Wars, I mean, the Clone Wars really is just filler between two movies. There isn't really an overarching story. Uh, the closest I think you could say would be maybe Ahsoka's story, but that's more of a character arc than, like, the story of the show. There are plenty of episodes that don't have Ahsoka at all in them. So, I think even Rebels, which I think uh, the Bad Batch is more closely uh, structured like Rebels than it is the Clone Wars. Even Rebels, every once in a while, has just a random side mission um, and isn't solely focusing on the s specific storyline that is unfolding. So, um, yeah, I really like the Bad Batch. I think the second time I watched Bad Batch Season 1, I liked it a lot better. I I don't I just don't know. I think because it's a 20-minute episode and it's a standalone, it can kind of feel like a week or two has gone by without any significant kind of story. Um there's not it's not like a you're not like it's not like you're getting an episode of The Book of Boba Fett where even if it isn't the most lore-heavy episode, it still feels like a kind of meaty piece of content, at least, being, you know, 30 to 40 to 50 minutes long. I, and that's kind of why we wanted to not do the Bad Batch reviews every single week, is for that exact reason, is because it, it doesn't feel like there is enough meat to kind of talk about. And this week, hopefully, is the only one where it'll be just one of us recording. It just... it. We tried, like, three or four or five days uh, to find a day that we could record, and just nothing would work. So, um, I guess looking forward to uh, the Bad Batch future, um, let's see, that was episode five. So, we have, I want to say, six and seven, and then... 8 and 9, but it might just be episode 6 and then episode 7 and 8 uh, on one week, because coming up here in the middle of the show, we're getting another two-episode drop. Um, I'm looking that up right now. So, but I'm sure the the mid-season 
dropping two episodes will be, um, yeah, okay, so, uh, this Wednesday, February 1st, will be episode 6, and then February 8th will be episode 7 and 8, so I'm, sh- I'm sure, if I had to guess, I would say episode 6 may or may not be a standalone again, I, I have a feeling maybe it'll be mostly standalone with kind of a tag at the end that leads into a very story-based two-part mid-season bit. And then um, expect maybe a couple more um, one-offs. And then I think that we'll get like a couple more story episodes towards the end uh, of that second half of the show. Um, And then... Actually, Mando will start around the end of Bad Batch. So, there is uh, big things to look forward to with this show, I think. Uh, Like we said, Cody, for sure, they're not done with him the way they ended that. I believe we saw Rex in the trailer, so um, I I think we'll see him. We still have the Gungi Gungi stuff. Gungi, Gungi, Junji, Jungi. I don't know, Gunji, I think. Um, we, we still have to see uh, that story uh, happen, so it would be cool if that was the mid-season, I think, because I think that's what a lot of people are waiting for, and typically they don't show you the end of the season in the trailers. It's, it's usually the first half where all the trailer stuff comes from, and then uh, the second half is usually a complete surprise. Um... The mech thing from Entombed, I know there was a lot of speculation that maybe it would fight the Zillow Beast because of the cloning facility at the end of Season 1. Maybe they were cloning the Zillow Beast and the mech was going to fight it. I believe all the footage of that that was in the trailer was in Entombed, so unless they tie that back in later in the season and they they bring it back, uh, which would kind of retroactively make Entombed not so standalone... Um, I believe uh, we've seen everything from that. So, uh, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to the show. I really like the Bad Batch, uh, the characters. They're not maybe the deepest um, characters that have been explored in a show, but I think every episode we get a little bit more about someone. We've seen in both Faster and Entombed, uh, Tech and Hunter both kind of being kind of antsy and not really satisfied with just random missions every now and then. They they give off the impression that they want to be doing more than what they are. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, I probably should have started with news and kind of rumors and stuff, but I guess I'll end with it. Um, so I guess the big... Maybe not news, but speculation of the week has been um, a reporter, writer from The Hollywood Reporter, um, tweeted out an image, uh, or I believe it was a gif, of uh, Rey from, I think, The Last Jedi. It's it's the picture of her kind of holding her hand out and, like, water is dripping down off the falcon, I think, onto her hand or off a stone into her hand or something. And uh, he just tweeted that with the emoji of, like, the two open eyes. And so this has 
set the Star Wars community all on fire. Uh, speculating about, well, Daisy Ridley just met with Lucasfilm not that long ago. She said she's wanted to return. Um, there was the report that the Lindelof's movie, there was a report that, I think it's David, or maybe it's Damien Lindelof, um, was had in the process of getting a writer's room together to kind of write out in a, a Star Wars movie that, or project that may have been taking uh, place after Damon Lindelof, that's his name, uh, that would be taking place after Episode Nine and may feature some of those characters. And so there's all kinds of speculation. I think uh, the most maybe hoped for speculation that had come out was that perhaps this was going to be some announcement about a Ray-centered story after episode 9, something that a lot of people, uh, myself included, have been really eager for, really hoping for, uh, really wanting since uh, The Rise of Skywalker came out and, and did. Um, Star Wars Celebration is coming up in, I believe, April of this year, so maybe an announcement would be made there, or maybe there would be a Hollywood Reporter article, because sometimes they get, like, exclusives, like sometimes different entertainment magazines uh, get these kind of big exclusive announcement stories, and that would certainly be a big announcement. Um, so perhaps it was... Uh, something like that, where they were going to have the big announcement, and then Celebration would kind of be all about this upcoming Ray movie, or even series, I think, would be really cool. A, a post-Rise of Skywalker series, or a trilogy of Ray movies. Maybe, because they've said the Skywalker saga ended, and, you know, whatever that means, I don't know. Like, it's, I doubt it's going to be the last big Star Wars movie, um, but I, I think a race series would be cool, and if they, if they did that, it wouldn't necessarily be the Star Wars, or the Skywalker saga continuing, but it would be its own thing. I don't know. Um, I would obviously love, love that. Hopefully there's some kind of news about that, uh, coming out. So, um... I'm trying to think if there was any other news that was coming out. Um, Mando Season 3 is dropping. They dropped a poster um, and a trailer, which I don't think we talked about. Uh, they dropped another trailer, and there was some really cool uh, stuff in there. There was what appeared to be perhaps an Order 66 flashback. Perhaps I've seen speculation that it was about when the Mandalorians broke into the temple to steal the Darksaber back. Um, but it was it was in a Jedi temple. There were Jedi with their backs turned to the camera facing this door, which was being cut open by something, somebody. It was a very quick flash. It could be more Order 66 flashbacks, and we could get kind of more of Grogu's origins, because we did see a little bit of that in the Book of Boba Fett. Um... It could be the history of the Darksaber because it was, basically it was the uh, the first Mandalorian Jedi 
built the Darksaber, and then Mandalorians stole it back at some point. We don't really know. It could be really anything, but the fact that they are doing, like, a, a Jedi, some kind of Jedi flashback uh, is very exciting. Uh, eager, curious to see what that is all about. Um, I'm trying to think what else was really big in the trailer. Lots of Mandalorian action. There was a, a, a bit where Din picks up, or Mando picks up this old Mandalorian helmet in, like, the ruins of this old city. And I'd seen some people saying, like, oh, is that, you know, the original, uh, Mandalorian Jedi's helmet? Like, is that some character? I kind of get the feeling it's just an old Mandalorian helmet, and it's not supposed to be someone in particulars, but just an old one. Um, I believe Tatooine was back, so, uh, perhaps, I mean, most likely Pelimoto, like, I don't think they can do a show without Pelimoto, uh, appearing. So, perhaps we see another Boba Fett, another Fennec Shand, maybe even another, um, uh, Cobb Vanth appearance, maybe all of them, um, that would be exciting. Um, I'm really, really curious to see what, uh, stuff we see with perhaps Luke again. I mean, they've done him two shows in a, in a row now with Mando season two and then Book of Boba Fett. I'm curious to see if he will have like another episode where he appears or something to do in the show. Uh, obviously that would be very exciting. And then I think there was some shots of Coruscant, the Senate, uh, well, I don't know if it was the Senate, but definitely some kind of city planet. Um, there was a bit where Dr. Pershing and somebody else were overlooking, or maybe it wasn't Dr. Pershing, but there was two figures. Dr. Pershing was also in the trailer, and then there was two figures looking out over this, um, Star Destroyer that looked like it was either being stripped apart or built or something on Coruscant. Perhaps the New Republic kind of captured it and was retrofitting it to be their own, um, their own ship or something along those lines. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, but the show is looking to be very, very exciting. Um, I think that I feel like I always, every time the Mando Mandalorian is coming out, I'm like, I always underestimate how excited it gets me. And like when season two came out, I was like, oh yeah, season two's coming out. And then when I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, this is why I love this show. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that'll be the same uh, with season three. It'll just kind of blow everybody's minds. So. Um, I think there was a bit in the trailer where Grogu uses the Force very intentionally to kind of push this creature away from him in, like, uh, defense. So, really excited to see what, what, uh, season three entails. Um, so, this is gonna be obviously a shorter episode since I don't have, uh, a co-host to kind of bounce back and forth with. Um, so, like I said, hopefully, I believe for season one of Bad Batch, 
there was an episode I did by myself as well, and I think it was the Hera Syndulla stuff, um, those Ryloth episodes, but <laughs> hopefully we won't have an another one of these. Hopefully we can get back to a more normal uh, discussion about these episodes. Um, hopefully we... Um, we're probably still going to try to do every couple weeks for episodes like i don't i i don't think there's really enough in a 20 minute animated episode to get an hour of discussion out of which is kind of what our average length is um so it's kind of actually worked out well that there was three episodes for me to talk about solo because we got 30ish minutes out of it so uh, but, yeah, anyways, thank you for listening. Um, again, apologies for the kind of awkward episode that this was, but uh, we will hopefully be back um, in a couple episodes or a couple weeks uh, to cover probably the mid-season, uh, mid-season uh, batch of episodes, pun intended, that is dropping February 8th. So hopefully we'll be able to cover next week. Uh, and that week uh, together. So leave us a review, uh, rating, wherever you watch your podcasts. I don't know if you can leave stars or whatever. Uh, Tell somebody to listen to our show. Maybe not this episode, but start with some other episodes. Uh, Anyways, thank you for listening, and we will see you in the future.